0: Welcome to the Art and Science of Difficult Conversations. I'm Chris. And I'm Lucy, and we love having difficult conversations. That's right. And each week, we'll either share a tip, hear how others have gotten better at difficult conversations, or demonstrate common difficult conversations and what to do and what not to do. Let's get into it. In this episode, I want to talk about how do you respond to Intense emotional behaviors in a hard conversation, or how do you respond to when people push back against you? They say no, they resist everything you're saying. How do you break through that? And there's actually two main things to think about. Number one, you want to think about how to prevent it. There's things you can do to even set it up so that you can reduce the likelihood of it. Number two, there are things you can do to address it in the moment. So let's break it down one by one. How can you prevent these kind of things, or at least reduce the likelihood of them happening. First, in the beginning of the conversation, you set the tone by setting ground rules. Set ground rules with the other person so that they can feel safe in the conversation. Talk about what are the limits. Talk about off-limit topics. Talk about what's going to happen if somebody raises their voice or gets angry, or whatever, how you're going to take a break. Talk about those things now. The sooner you can bring those out into the public, the more safe the other person will feel in the conversation. There's nothing that will ever magically prevent somebody from ever getting upset at you. All this does is help reduce that. Because remember, when you're going into the conversation, especially if you're the one bringing it up, they're going to feel that fight, flight, or freeze response, just like you're going to feel it, just like I feel it, just like everybody feels it in these hard conversations. So set the tone, set some good ground rules. They go a long way to help someone stay even keeled second thing you can do to prevent it is to practice and plan what your emotional regulation skills are going to be you're going to potentially feel really upset or you're going to feel anxious about this conversation think and plan ahead of time what are you going to do ahead of time in the moment that doesn't stop it from happening it just gives you a plan so you feel confident so you know you're going to be able to respond are you going to take a deep breath are you going to hold something in your hand to press on so you can put your tension into that? Whatever it may be, do something. Essentially, you're trying to control yourself because the more you can control yourself, you can set the tone and you can, and you don't have to escalate the situation when the other person starts getting upset or angry or whatever it may be. So now how do we get into the conversation? How do we respond in the moment? Because things may still happen. First... Remember that this is a fight, flight, or freeze response. If they're fighting back, it's that fight, flight, or freeze response. Revert back to your active listening skills. So, things like reflection. Just reflect what's going on for the other person. You know, it sounds like you're frustrated, it sounds like you're upset, it sounds like you're angry. That's great. All those things will be fine to say. You don't have to be very specific, you don't have to be super deep. Just commenting what's happening. Can make a big difference. And I want to be really clear and honest with you. You know, a lot of people stress about what if I get the wrong thing? What if I say the wrong uh, emotion? What if I get this wrong? Here's my answer to you, it doesn't matter. For the most part, if you are right most of the time, that's okay, and if you're wrong, that's okay. They're gonna tell you what the right answer is. If you say, you know, you're just frustrated, it sounds like you're frustrated about how we're handling the situation. No, I'm not frustrated. I'm just annoyed that we have to keep talking about this. See, that's more information. Then you can talk more about that, and explore that. So even if you get it wrong, that's okay. The only caveat is if you get it wrong all the time, then that's a real problem. If you get it wrong all the time, then they're going to feel like you're not listening. It's going to make them more angry. But for the most part, as long as you stay even keeled, as long as you get it right most of the time, you're going to be okay. Second thing you do is ask questions. Just ask more questions. Some If they're getting frustrated, if they're getting angry, if they're starting to yell, just comment on it and then and then ask a question about what's going on for them. You know, I'm noticing you're getting angrier, you're getting upset. What, is, what about this is upsetting you? Ask questions. You're trying to get them out of that emotional state and having them think logically about what's happening. So that's why it's okay to ask questions in these kind of situations right if you ask too many obviously it's it's all just like everything it's moderation if you ask too many questions it just becomes an interrogation ask question. asking questions in general though can really help you learn more information and really helps them slow down and think through why they're behaving the way they are behaving or thinking the things they think then you could also think about summaries that's number three summaries are as they sound you're just recapping everything that was talked about in the conversation and i want to help you think through a way to use this intentionally most people when they summarize they just recap everything that was said i'm going to encourage you to be thoughtful about the order in which you recap everything that was said essentially what i'm trying to say is recap everything that they said try to use their words as much as possible and then at the end end with the thought you want them to start picking up on. So for instance, you know, can I just summarize where we're at? I just want to make sure I get everything right. You know, you're upset that blah, blah, blah happened. And you're upset that we're talking about this. And you're upset that there's no good resolution and you don't think I'm right. And at the same time, you do want to try to find a way to work together better. See how that the end I acknowledge everything that they said, even if I don't agree with it, but at the end, I leave with the the last sentence is the last thought I want them to start with. By doing so, you can control the flow of the conversation, and that's why it's really powerful. As long as you say everything else is as long as everything else you say is accurate, describes what they were saying, they are you use their words. They'll agree with it. And then the last thought is what they're going to respond to. That's the power of using summary as well. The other things you can do is just take a break. That's the one overlooked skill a lot of people have is what can we just take a break? Can we just take a breather where our emotions are flaring? Things are getting heated. Can we just take a step back and come back in a couple of minutes when we're ready to do this? It's okay to ask for a break. It's not a failure. Some people think you need to stay in there as long as possible. You don't have to. You can take a break and come back to it, and you don't have to allow it. You can even talk about that in the ground rules at the beginning. Talk about how if one or both of you feel upset, either of you have the flexibility and the responsibility to ask for a break at that point. Give them some control back in the situation. That way they don't have to feel on the defensive the whole time. And so that's those are the main things you can do in the middle of the conversation. You don't have to yell back. You don't have to fight back. You don't have to come up with a more airtight argument about why you're right. Just ask good questions. Reflect how they're feeling. Summarize with intention. And then take a break when you need to. And of course, old standby, make sure you use your own emotional regulation skills. If you listened to the episode last week, Tiffany talked about the importance of mindfulness for her and that's one of the main things she recommends, I recommend it too. Take a deep breath. That's one of the big skills I use. When somebody in the conversation says something that really upsets me, I will take a deep breath, one long deep breath, and I'll make it visible because I want them to see that I'm thinking about the situation and I'm trying to slow down. It's okay that they see it because I want them to see that I am trying to respond and not react because I care about the quality of the conversation. And you can even bring it up. You know, a lot of making this conversation feel comfortable for the other person is making the invisible stuff visible. So comment on that, say, I just need to take a minute. I want to respond well with respect. So let me just think about that for a second. That buys you time to think about it. So those are the big things. Prevent it. Number one, by even setting ground rules, making sure that you have your emotional regulation skills set up and you're ready to go and you're able to manage your emotions. And then in the moment, remembering that it's basic active listening skills ask questions be curious summaries take a break so those are the big things join us next week when lucy and i jump back into another role play where we talk about conflicts between departments and how you can have a conversation to build that rebuild that relationship see you next week